Happy September. Welcome to Slam City Dunk360.com. The gang's back in town. Unqua, Sonia, Raymond Moore, Jeremy Epstein in our beautiful New York City studios. And, you know, fellas, it's, it's always nice to be back and, you know, back in the saddle. The summer's over. Yeah, summer's Who's excited over. about that? It went so fast. It really did. Yeah, but everybody says that every summer. You well, know, it goes true. by so quick. My theory is summer's over after July 4th because then it just flies by. Oh, that's mm. actually pretty good. I think it's over after July. Okay, right. I think <laughs> I think August is when it's like you know we already know. How's that basically different from what I said? It's not it's at the same all. thing. You're just you're just trying to be a contrarian. No, because I feel like July that's the hottest month of the, the year. So I think August well, is more it's more cold. August the hottest month. Yeah, of the year they, they call it the dog days of August for a reason. Ray, There's Ray. no sports either because you know all it's just baseball. And well, we're gonna talk some football today. NFL starts next week. College football starts this weekend. Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah, it's gonna and be the best weekend apparently okay. for college football. I mean, let's face it. We all have our qualms with the game of football, but. It's America's it's new pastime. It's the NFL's king, college football's king. Some games were on last night. Tennessee played. Louisville smacked some team. So the opening weekend of college football, it's usually, with the exception of a few years ago when Appalachian State beat Michigan. when they Oh, were nine years ago. And my grandpa went to Michigan, so that was a tough weekend <laughs> in my household. But no, usually these games are you know blowouts, but it's good to see the teams take shape. But really, college football, you're not going to see the landscape start to form till you know conference play and closer to the playoff time. And I just want to say along the Tennessee Appalachian State route, Tennessee should really be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. I don't even know how they're ranked number 9 they, in the yeah, nation. Exactly. So the teams right now they're ranked too high. Over the season everything will even out. You think Clemson's ranked too high right now? Well, the Clemson team, no. was the national runner up. No, Clemson's not ranked too high, but like you'll see teams like Tennessee, you'll see other teams they'll lose games and then you'll have a team go undefeated for X amount of weeks and then a week before the playoffs get selected they'll lose a game and their yeah. season will be over. Well, at least that was the way it was in the old BCS format. I almost missed. No, actually, I no, don't, you miss, don't it miss it at all. I don't miss it at all. It was well the so first weird. year of the playoff. Ohio State was, I think, the four seed, and they ended up winning the they championship. Ran the table. That yeah. was so fun. without the without the um, the playoffs, that doesn't happen. That's true. That's always fun. So since we are on football, the biggest storyline of the week, and even while we've been away, has been Colin Kaepernick's decision to protest during the national anthem for pretty much every game he plays. He went from sitting down last week, now after he meeting with, Yes, he met with former Texas safety and former Green Beret, Nate Boyer. You know, that was apparently a really productive conversation. But aside from whether or not he's got the right to do it. Which he absolutely does. You cannot like the way he protests it, which personally it doesn't matter. If he wants to get his message across the way he feels best, let him do that. But he has the absolute right to protest whatever he wants. So with yeah. that in mind, the weirdest thing that came out of that week was the anonymous executives and NFL front offices that said, we'll never take Colin Kaepernick. And even one of the craziest ones yeah, I've heard. He got compared to Ray Carruth. If you guys don't know Ray Carruth, he shot – he had a girlfriend who got pregnant. She didn't want to get rid of the baby. He shot – in an attempt to do that – he shot the girlfriend and tried to kill the baby. The girlfriend was murdered. The baby survived the attack. And then Ray Carruth tried to flee the state and hide the back of a friend's truck. He got caught, and he's in jail now. So naturally, they're comparing Colin Kaepernick exerting his constitutional right to protest with a, 
attempted uh, with a murderer who killed a girlfriend and tried to kill an unborn baby. Yeah, that that doesn't make any so sense. So it, it, it's interesting. That. It's something that the dynamic makes zero sense. You could hate Colin Kaepernick. There's a lot of things that NFL executives don't like about him. He has had some trouble in the past, even though he was never charged <laughs> with anything stemming from that uh, rape case. But comparing him to a guy who killed a woman and attempted to kill an unborn child seems to me a little bit much. Isn't it weird that so much of the NFL is lockstep with patriotism and the greatness that this is, this country, and now it weirdly seems to filter out when something like this it, comes up? It seems up. like the NFL is really behind the structure of power in general. Like If you look at Roger Goodell, they're almighty powerful. Our way is the right way, something like that. So I guess them getting behind the national – you could say maybe that's a semblance of that. I wouldn't go that far. I'm not – yeah, I'm not a psychologist. I can't really break down the minds of some of these guys, who, <laughs> especially the one who said he was comparable to Ray Carruth. I, yeah, that no one sense. I don't understand. Yeah, that made no sense at all. But, you know, the whole NFL is protect the shield, protect everything. So I guess they view the American flag as a, sem- a semblance of that. And in a way, if you're disrespecting, they're, I guess they're saying he's disrespecting America by taking a knee or sitting during the national anthem, which he wasn't the only one doing. Jeremy yeah. Lane did it. Um, of the Seattle Seahawks, he joined Colin Kaepernick. They got on his team, I think, um, the St. Eric Reed. Yes, maybe? Eric yeah, Reed. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so he's not alone in his. I mean, a lot of players have been doing that, but, you know. The, well, the, only three. Only three. Well, well, three. well I think there's just. 53. Well, right now there's 75 players it's gotta, on every team. It's, but it's got to grow, though. We know it's going to grow. How? Eventually. That, I, I, see, I'm, not, I'm that. not entirely sure of that because let, let's take New York, for instance, where we're based out of. I can doggone near guarantee that no member of the Giants or the Jets is going to take a seat during the National Anthem. Well, Tom Coughlin was the Giants coach. There's no way. Because Tom Coughlin was a military background, and he would never, like, I guess he would be, you could could protest in a way. I guess there's something about the National Anthem where the utmost of one part of the NFL game, I guess, where patriotism is at its forefront. And I guess he wouldn't want that disrespect. I think on Hard Knocks, too, Jeff Fisher had a whole – there was a whole segment about how you like you have to stand for the national anthem, like a way to stand. Yeah, for the that national was anthem. yeah the first episode. Knock, so yeah, the first episode. I guess going back to what we were saying with the NFL and him, Colin Kaepernick being compared to Ray Carruth, I guess the national anthem has a special place in the NFL to a point where disrespecting it is one of the worst things you could possibly do. And then, as far as the Jets are concerned, we already know that Nick Mangold has already been outspoken about his support for police and and those who are in service. Well, that's the thing. You and I don't and I don't and I, re- and, and I don't. There's nothing exactly. wrong with supporting them. That's you have to support the police. You can't. The problem with this is the way Colin Kaepernick's protesting is somewhat overriding the message he's trying to send. What Colin Kaepernick has been trying to say is that the few most police officers and people in the line of duty are amazing individuals who do great jobs. There are the few who are empowered and they abuse that power, and that's who Colin Kaepernick's protesting. People are um, kind of combining both of the forces into one large th- group, which is not good. And then the system in which these rotten apples don't really get weeded out, that's also another thing that he's protesting. And, you know, wh- whatever, you think of, whatever you think of his message, he's got the right to say what he wants to say. That's yeah. the bottom line. He has the literally the constitutional right. I think... Um, Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh said it. Um, I, th- I forgot which one, but he's like, you know, Jim. It was Jim. Jim. No, he said, no. This one might have been the Ravens coach, where he goes, um, you know, I may not agree with the way he's doing it, but I'll die for the r- defending the right to say it. Then it was definitely John. You're yeah. Right. So, <laughs> it was John, it was John. yeah. So, like, you could. That's what the country is based on. We're gonna get into that area. That's what the country is based on: freedom of speech. And Colin Kaepernick has every right to do. Ka- 
as long as he's obeying the laws and he's every right to express himself how I he mean, wants Kaepernick to express himself. has nothing to lose right now either because he knows where he is his career right now. So he's just doing what's well, his career's falling his, apart. Yeah, his career's falling apart, he's, though. So he's, he's got a lot to lose. No, not really. His salary's guaranteed. Salary's guaranteed. He might be out of the even NFL, though. though. Even though That's what I mean, bad, though, because even if that salary's guaranteed, <laughs> you can only stretch Look at me saying only stretch out twelve million. But even for an NFL player, you can you can only stretch out one year salary for. But so if you long. look That's at if we it. go back to what the NFL executives are saying, look at people who've gotten second chances in the NFL. Well, Colin, I mean, I guess well, Colin Kaepernick, you could say it's, you could he's disrespecting the American flag by kneeling during the national anthem. But look at guys who have gotten second chances in the NFL. Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy, Michael Vick. You know, there's plenty of guys who have done arguably worse things. And, and, yet, and, and they Kaepernick people cheer for him on Sundays. Like, I mean, did you hear a comment that Donald Trump said about Kaepernick, though? Yeah. I mean, that's just like, really? Why, he's why noise. would you say that? He's noise. Don't bring that here. He's noise. Still, though, I th- well, Kaepernick, the one thing he did generous, though, is he will be donating millions million to charity. Dollars, yeah. charity. So he said he has something. to do more. Yeah, he wants to. Do, he's gonna, probably got to do more, though, because I know he's not going to just do this. He's got to do a lot more things. So do you think to the general public... That wasn't behind it from day one. Do you think that gives extra credence to his message? I think the, to anyone who thought he was doing it for to bring attention onto himself, that would that kind of eliminates that aspect of it. Yeah, because him, he's literally putting his money where his mouth is. He's meeting with armed ser- armed service people, and he's really trying to educate himself and do more about the issue, and not just um, protest in one way. He's going to try to do multiple things. You think you think this will be though like an ongoing trend, probably? What, what that do. more athletes across? Yeah, across sports. Well, we, we've seen it. it. We've seen people take a stand against um, police brutality. Going back to the WNBA when we covered yeah. the Liberty, and we're still covering them. Their season kicks off back from the Olympic break. It kicked off, and their first home game is Saturday. But mm-hmm. you saw the starters wear the black shirts, and the WNBA finding them, and then the fine got overturned. So you've seen athletes been who have been protesting. One thing we did talk about that actually didn't happen was I don't believe there were any protests during the Olympics. There weren't, no, and weren't that's so weird. That's very something strange, that they was mentioned. Talking, yeah, they were talking about how they were probably going to work with the men's and basketball team and something do. And other than Ryan Lochte disgracing America, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone else. I don't think anyone protested. Th- which yeah, that's weird. That. I think what they ended up doing was in part of that, you know, the nationwide tour of both national teams where Carmelo did his thing that was and the, Tina Charles. I think that was really, well, they, I, I really the arena to do I that. I really thought that they said they were going to do something. They did. That's so. that's. But I guess they found a different way to to approach that. Well, plus the attention was completely off them after what happened with Ryan Locke. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like everybody <laughs> just forgot about that after the whole this whole mess with him, and it's just. I don't even want to talk about like, that. Can we just, like, hold my medals while I trash this uh, Brazilian gas station? <laughs> like, what? Well, we had a whole conversation about that whole stuff. And it yeah, was but, like, that's but the whole point like that, you know, you try you, – you, a guy like Colin Kaepernick could protest and actually do good. And then if someone like something like Ryan Lochte, an incident like that occurs, it'll get completely overshadowed. The best part yeah. about it is when Gabby Douglas stood at attention for the national anthem, they oh, yeah. put her hand over her heart, and, she and then destroyed. she liked that. Yeah, and then the the U.S. like swim. Uh, someone in the high up over there said, "You know, don't bother Ryan Lochte. He's just a dumb kid." Ryan Lochte. He's thirty two. <laughs> oh, and they were killing wait, Gabby like, Douglas. Wait, he act like a child that night. Well, yeah. Look yeah, at his hair. Yeah, that's one thing. Look at his hair. <laughs> He had they, white hair. They're going to use the hair as an excuse of him saying, well, you no, know, the, he's a child. No, the products that he put in his hair probably didn't help what was already not really an intelligent person. See, see I... <laughs> 
See, what I said about that was I thought he just did it for attention, but he's also just you an don't idiot trash a gas station for attention. That's not smart. And he won a medal. That's the thing. Was it an individual medal? No, but he won a medal. Yeah. So like, there are far more like worse things that Americans are doing than what Colin Kaepernick's doing. But it's to all protest about it, at least Colin Kaepernick's trying to make positive change. Like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said, Colin Kaepernick needs to be part of the solution. Like and then you have guys like Ryan Lochte who are part of the problem, but what'll get more attention? <laughs> now you think it's just more of like a stereotype thing? Is what? it more that? No, I'm just saying, like you know, like you think because of what Lochte did, maybe like because whatever, of the issue but, that yeah, the issue. Well, I don't know because what Ryan Lochte did was disgusting. And, yeah. and, and then, he's totally unrelated to Colin Kaepernick yeah. in every way. Well, what Ray, what Ray is saying because the issue Colin Kaepernick's protesting, there are a lot of deep-seated feelings, I guess. So he could say, is there are people? bringing out, I guess, inner racism by saying, you know, Colin Kaepernick yeah. should never do that. Yeah, more so than if, if it was like, you know, what, what Lockheed well, did, basically. I do think that when it comes to the voice of the athlete in America, particularly when they're black, they're given the way most um, of American public sees it is you have your money, take it and shut the hell up. I think they view it as other athletes, too. Look at Tim Tebow when he was doing all of his thing with – they, a lot of people tell Tim Tebow to shut up. You're not yeah. wrong about that, but when it comes to stuff like racial, like the racial climate in this country, it's completely different. Look at Michael Sam. The same thing happened with him. They told him to just shut up and like not be. Look, when he did that, he was going to do that reality show. Yeah, that's they right. They said stop it. I think if you're, I think the whole problem with uh, people protesting, some I guess people don't like when they're when other people's beliefs, I guess, are thrown onto them. Which may they, not be true. The, que- but, the question is, oh, what do you call throwing it on somebody? If they're overtly protesting, I guess that's the that's the I don't agree with that. Well, but that's the other argument well, that people don't like when people are being overt about it, which is doesn't make any sense because they have every right to do whatever they feel. Well, remember this though. I mean, we live in a society where everything you say is you know you gotta be careful because you, everybody's sensitive is something. You say one thing and You're everybody, right, and everybody blames PC. you. That's everybody blames you. It's like when Alan Iverson said yeah, they to took about his LeBron. Whole thing out of well, he said about LeBron James. He said you know everybody likes LeBron James, right? But then he does one little thing when he did the Miami Heat. Everybody turns his back on him. That, I mean, the, the, the people are just waiting for you to do that one mistake so they could just throw you in the bus. Or what they perceive as a mistake. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, so it's like, you know, that's why we got to be careful. Point I was, Ray, you put it better than me, but that was the point I was kind of trying to make. But, but also, we got to be careful, too, as those journalists and us radio hosts. You can't we take say it out one, of context. Yeah, we say one thing, and everybody will cru- cru- crucify us on Twitter or something well, is like that, that. Well, the whole point is that you can't take any of the things these athletes are saying out of context. Yeah. If I'm you have to that. put it in the exact context, they mean it. Look at what Carmelo Anthony said. I mean, this has nothing to do with it, but when he was talking about how winning an Olympic gold would yeah, have been better yeah. than like, winning a championship. But then turns out you know, Stephen A. Smith on first take ripped him. Turns out it was taken completely out of context. Of course it was. And he had to apologize. So that's another thing where, especially the 24-7 Twitter news cycle where people just want to read quick information tidbits and not get the whole story to evoke a reaction, which is a part of the media's like, um, misconstruing some of the things. So that's an issue there as well. Yeah, that's a big issue. I mean, the the bottom line as it pertains to, I guess maybe not the bottom line, but the better way I can think to try and put a bow on this is where do you think the players go from here that do agree or disagree? Do you think we're going to see more activism either overtly or covertly? I think we're going to see more activism, though. I mean, that's just well, me. Well, it's been happening. I, I think it's, it I, like I said, I think it's just this is the start of it. It's going to be more of these athletes speaking out. So you think it's going to catch yeah, fire? Yeah, more athletes are going to be speaking out, and they're going to do the same thing that Kaepernick Well, you've seen on. it. 
you've seen, you know, from Carmelo Anthony to WNBA to Colin Kaepernick, a player, two players joined Colin Kaepernick the other uh, last night. You've seen hashtags on Twitter with hashtag Veterans for Kaepernick with people who who have defended the country, saying, you know, Colin Kaepernick has every right to do what he's doing. Yeah. So there's a, I guess you could say it's going to catch on in some sort of way. I, I mean, it's like, I don't want to take this away from movies, but, like, you know, like in Dark Knight, when Joker was describing about the whole, you know, one little thing, and everybody loses their minds like yeah. that. That's basically what it is right now. Everybody goes crazy about what Kaepernick's done, and now it's just the start of something. So can we get to the field? Well, absolutely. Let's, let's yeah. get to the field. So the New York Jets, after yesterday's – Slight win over the Eagles. We haven't heard whether or not they're going to keep four quarterbacks on the roster. Well, they're either going to well, cut Smith or Petty. They can't cut the guy they just drafted. Well, Petty injured his shoulder yesterday, so that could change everything. Well, now. not really if it's not a big injury because they could waive Petty, try to put him on the practice squad, but he's played well. Someone will probably claim him. Yeah, I don't think they want to do that. I think they want to keep the four quarterbacks. Well, that's stupid because then they're screwed because they, what if they have to have another guy in a cut down who's – Deserves to make the team. He was really talented, and then they have to keep four like that rookie, like that rookie Marshall, who who played yeah. one preseason. I mean, that's a guy that could actually help this team. So I mean, it's gonna be tough for Bowles and the staff what they're gonna do in decision making. My personal hunch, and it might be best for all involved. You might have to, you might cut Gino, and it might be good for him to try and get a start somewhere else. See, see, it'll be a good decision, but the thing is, I I look at. Quarterbacks like when they lose their starting quarterback and their backups, they just pretty much you know, you know the problem they, they cutting, stink. You know what the problem with cutting Geno Smith is? Yeah, you have no experience if Fitzpatrick gets hurt. Exactly. That's true. that's why that's I'm like the problem. Like you, you probably yeah, have no choice but to keep Smith because he has to. experience. Exactly. Yeah. And Petty is not experience. Like Hacker, Hackenberg is not even ready. No, neither is Petty. He's playing yeah. against second and thirteen defenses. When if Ryan Fitzpatrick broke his arm and you have to put Bryce Petty in against defense, look, Jets have a monstrous schedule. Last year was a relatively easier schedule. This year it's monstrous. So you put Bryce Petty against those defenses, you're going to have a lot different result. At least Geno Smith might be able to manage the game, but going off what we've seen previously of his body of work, that's also doubtful. I don't know. I really feel like when it comes to the Jets, we already know that they're a win-now team. Absolutely. But they're all. I feel like they're all in no matter what. You already brought back Fitzpatrick. He has to have another career year just to match Anything close to what Their the Jets did last year? struggled during the po- the postseason, yeah, which is the preseason. Exactly, so that's why and I I think that they may go as far as just saying, you know what, we don't even want the hint. <laughs> air quotes all around here, by the way, for those who can't see, which is everyone. The air, <laughs> like the air the of a. Hey, I'm just saying the whole quarterback controversy. There really isn't one, but I could see the Jets sort of trying to distance themselves. From Gino. Well, the controversy is who they have to keep in the backup because yeah. they have to keep Geno Smith. That's you like cut Geno Smith and Fitzpatrick gets hurt, which he's been known to do. If you look at Fitzpatrick's mm-hmm. career, he has a big year, he signs a big contract, and he gets, stinks. Yeah, has a down year, gets hurt, gets cut, and then the cycle repeats itself. That's how the Jets got him in the first place. He exactly. got cut from Houston. And that, and when he was with Houston, he threw six touchdowns in the game, and they still got rid of him. Well, I mean, but you look at the so. Jets like you know they're not gonna go as far as Fitzpatrick. They're gonna go as far as that defense. No, they're gonna go as far as no, Fitzpatrick. they're gonna go as far as Fitzpatrick. As far as Fitzpatrick, that offensive line take them because I've been up the. I thought last year the offensive line was a fluke year. If you looked at Nick Mangold, he's solid. Ferguson was solid, but the rest of that offensive but line was basically holdovers from the year before where they went four and twelve and struggled the whole year. But if you meanwhile, you're your gonna have maybe so, but meanwhile, you're gonna have Clady coming back from injury, who Man- might get hurt again. Mangold, who had to miss part of last season with injuries, might get injury. And Mangold's a workhorse. He's he never. 
ever asks out. So if he's hurt, you know he's hurt. So you're saying if this team stays healthy, you think they have a chance to make the postseason? Uh, maybe I the think nine anything seven, eight, and eight. I, I don't, think I don't anything know if they can make the I mean, That's always been like the typical answer for the Jets. Eight no, and eight, no. nine and seven. But, it, eight but eight this, eight. But this year, ten and six. Yeah, like, nine but this seven. year it has to be that way. Look at theirs. Pull up their schedule. They have a tough schedule. You know, people it's say not easy. I, I know people say about the tough schedule, but you don't know if those teams are going to be good this year. We don't. We know. don't know if the Seahawks are going to be better than they were last year or the Steelers. Though they the had. They don't have to be better than they were last year. They're already a really good team. But anything can happen in those games. Well, one injury yeah, can happen. Can one happen, one uh, misplay of something. You know, like, Jets, uh, they're a good team, too. Okay, so but those teams look at me, them look like they're a good team. They if you're asking go me there. to predict the the outcome of the schedule of their season based on who they're playing right now when no one's really hurt of any significance, I'm going to say that the Jets probably go 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, would, would you sign up for 3-3 for, uh, three and three in those first six games? Well, let's look at those first three games. I think they should beat Cincinnati. Yeah, because the all is is like, it home you know, or what? It's at home. It's at home. Yeah, it's a win, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, everything last, is hopefully. Well, everything well, is hopefully. Well, last though. year they had a, well, last year they had a Monday night game against Indianapolis. Indianapolis was coming off an AFC Championship game appearance, and they blitzed they blew Indianapolis. Them out. So you know, maybe right on that area is right. A team could come out slow and struggle, but. To be fair, though, every game in the schedule seems like it's it hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> there's no game you say you know they have a, they just blow them like out. Like they'll yeah. be competitive. Yeah. Like, even the year they went four and twelve, when I covered the team and was around them every week, like they were in most of those games. They only had a couple blowouts where they got blitzed by San Diego. They got blitzed but, by a few other teams. You know, one thing a, a bad team they just figure out a way to lose lose you know to lose games. So, so you know. Bengals were counted as a win. You said three and three through the first six games, right? Yeah. At Buffalo. They haven't it's beaten a thir- Buffalo. And it's a Thursday night They game. haven't beaten Buffalo in, in like three years. <laughs> oh, they, they can't beat Rex Prime for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, that, that feels like a well, loss. That, so call it one and one. They should beat Kansas City, I think. Where is it? It's at Kansas City. That's a tough place to play. That's yeah. so tough You know, to play. That's, that's the toughest place to play. That's at. one of the hardest the, places uh, to arena? play. Arena? Oh, my goodness. With Those Alex fans? Smith, Jamal yeah. Charles, that, that's a tough game. Those Charles fans? might not even start, though, because of his injury. That's a tough history. game, though. Either way, you still can't. That's only the third game of the year is coming back. You'll probably play. Yeah, but you can't take for granted what Alex Smith does for the Chiefs. Yeah, so that, that, you, that you might gotta, be a loss. Yeah, it's going to be that's tough. That's a tough game. So that means we're probably looking at three straight losses because they come <laughs> back home to face the Seahawks. Oh, well. You know, You're not going to be – If it could contain Russell Wilson, you have a chance. But, you know, that defense is still great. So and Plus, when is – how – what is Sheldon suspended for the first, second game? I believe it's the first two games. First so games. those – so maybe they don't beat Cincinnati. They don't get to Andy Dalton quick enough you without bet, Sheldon. That's why you better hope that uh, Matt Forte and, and the rest of that offense with Chris Patrick, they, they well, do something. If it, if it, has, to, if it has to be a shootout, we might if – we, if it has to be a shootout, they might have an issue. Yeah, they can't they, – the Jets they – They're not built for a shootout. No, they're not. Especially yeah. with that offensive line. They have Marshall and Deco produce, but And then to make matters even more complicated, they go to Pittsburgh October 9th. This is game five. It's a tough th- going into I, you Pittsburgh. You're not win- I don't think you're winning in Pittsburgh. You know I despise Pittsburgh so much. Ever ever that AFC championship where they lost the Jets. Well the Jets them. came out flat in that game. It was a Jets fault. It was that, the Jets yeah, but fault. that fourth quarter where Roethlisberg made that play on the run. Yeah, when me. they just so you couldn't hate bring him, him being down. good. <laughs> What I will say is that I play will. Though. I will say that that play will live on for me forever because I saw it. I was in my friend's dorm room watching the game. I'm like, bring him down because if you bring him down, the Jets have the ball. They can go win the game. 
And when he completed that pass, and, I and walked him out. throwing the pass, if that's incomplete, the clock stops. Yeah, exactly. But I walked out. I, I couldn't the game take was it. over. And I hate Roethlisberger because this guy's like he's so big, right? You think you got him? And he makes a throw, and it's like he's a oh less athletic God. Cam Newton. Yeah, but it's like it's hard for him to tackle down and everything. So it's just. So that's a tough. That's a tough game. What what do we have him as? One in five right now. Right now they're one in five. Yeah, so it's well, not easy. Uh, I said and then Sam, would you it gets up? better. It gets better. They go to Arizona the week after that. Well, Arizona, I've never been a big uh, believer in Arizona. Me neither. They, 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 the NFC but that de- isn't great. That, but that at Arizona, that's that's not good. That they're going crazy. there. They're not. They have to fly across to Phoenix. So that's tough. You come home to face Baltimore. We're past the first six games, and then they're one and five. They're by the way. one and five. I, well, I said, would you? Well, would you sign up for three and three? Oh, I'd sign up for three. Well, and at three. this point, okay, yeah, I, one and five. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, how about this? At worst, two and four. We're at worst one and five right now. <laughs> now, like, that means season's over. You one and five. Well, not necessarily. Not if they, you yeah, know, you never won know. the I mean, table. That means you gotta do what the Chiefs did last year. You gotta go. Te- you gotta run the table. Yeah, and they do that? and they have to go and home. They, to we Baltimore. haven't even had two New England games yet. Yeah, that's the thing, and that's <laughs> so. the thing. Yeah, that's what so <laughs> at this point we're one and five. We are in week seven. You go to go back home to face Baltimore. I think they could win that. That should be a win. Is Flacco going to play? No, I don't think Flacco's going to play that. Flacco's back. He's black. Yeah, Flacco's back. Okay, so then come on, man. You played all preseason. Then you go. To Cleveland, that, that should that be a win. That has to be a win. You go to Miami, you need it. It's tough to – it might be tough. Miami's yeah, a little but I don't needed. trust Miami at all, though. Well, yeah, but I don't trust the Jets either, as evidenced by our <laughs> esteemed confidence in them so far. <laughs> so far, what are we at right now? Let's three and seven? Yeah, three and seven. And then you come home to face Los Angeles. That's that's a win. They have you, to win against be, the Rams. You can't lose yeah. to Los Angeles. Yeah, you have to beat the Rams. Because at that point, Jared Goff will probably be starting. If they lose to a rookie quarterback, yeah, that's the heads are going to roll. You're going to go you home to, to face New England. Still, these are That's game one of the New England. That, with a top, rest of Tom Brady. New England on Sunday night football, right? That's yes, it one? is. Oh. And then you got on Sunday night, right after that, you have Indianapolis. Depending on uh, how Andrew Luck's playing, how that yeah. the Colts offensive line that yeah, was trash too. Is, yeah. so. And for the record, oh, excuse me, that's Monday night football for the Colts. And for the record, the bye week comes after the Rams game. So that's where when everybody gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> so where are oh, we boy. at right now for those keeping count? I e you two, like three and something. Three and not good. Either four and something. Uh, well, we we the yeah, wins. No. We, the wins we counted were the Rams, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. The Ravens. The Browns, the Rams, the Rams, and the Dolphins. Oh, that's five. Correct? Yeah. yeah, that's five. And we, Cincinnati so was up in the air because Sheldon's not going to be there. So. so that's five and five. Before going to the pa- before hosting the Patriots. Five and six. Five and six, yeah. Well, they before, beat them at home last year, but. Yeah, yeah but you know how Patriots and are. They find exactly. a way. Exactly. And then you host the Colts. I'll give them that one. So that's six and six. They're an average team. What I said, eight and eight, nine and seven. They go to San Francisco. They should win that. They, you got to win that. They got to win that. They, they're quarterback. They flat out stink. You got to win that. Savage, seven and six. The great Chip Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's B- funny. Better yet. Best games against Bulls, though. Chip Kelly. So I, I will keep an eye on that game, actually. When he had better talent. The the Bulls has troubles against Chip Kelly, though. How? I don't, I don't know. Maybe because it's the Temple. How the often game. did Arizona and, eat and um, Philadelphia play each other? Not that often. And besides, what most importantly. They did score a lot. But the, well, the, the time they did face each other, though, they did score a lot of points If on them. Blaine Gabbert turns into a top 10 yeah, <laughs> quarterback, then I'll be worried. <laughs> Until so then. Don't be surprised. It's just like to make these nobody quarterbacks become like Hall of Famers for some reason. 
So that's not surprised. really helping the projection. I'm, right? just, <laughs> I'm just saying, don't be surprised. What you what would you think they'd go before we started this? What would you what you direct? He had him at like ten. He had him at ten, ten and, and six. six. All right, I had him eight and eight, nine and seven. Now, what, what about you, Quan? What you have him? I had him nine and seven. Okay. My heart said. 11 and 5. My brain said <laughs> you're out of your mind. Potentially. My brain said you're out of your mind. Potentially, I, I see him go uh, 11 and 5. I thought you were going to say 13 to 3. I was going to slap <laughs> him. Oh, no, 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 no. Woo! I know, I know. Oh, God. Yeah. Wait till we do the Giants, this, too. This is, we're just getting started. So, oh, boy. So, the win over San Fran, where are we at now? We're at like 7 and 6, I want to say. Yeah, I think so. You host Miami. At that point, playoff their playoffs are going to be on the line, so that, that you have to win that game. Just count it as a win. Call it eight and six. Yep. You go to New England. That's a that, that's a loss because you don't know how well New England might have to actually be playing these games hard because you don't know how well they're going to do the first four. If, if they go two and two, they'll be fine. But what if they go one and three or or even zero oh and four? Yes. Yeah, so. so that's that's a loss. That's tough. They always play well against the Patriots, but I think especially at home. And if, even if the Jets find a way to win at home when they played New England earlier, the Patriots are going to want to avenge that. So it's going to be – that's probably a loss. And one thing Belichick does do, he does revenge games very well. He closed the season hosting Buffalo. Oh, it's Rex – that's Rex. Rex is going to love it. Because yeah. Rex has to make the playoffs too if his, his job's on the line too, which is odd to say in the second year of a five-year contract. Buffalo took a step back last year. So that's going to be it. That because Buffalo has to make that may be a playoff play in playoff game. So this is. A, so I think you have to win flip. that game. Like I think I. So Jets we're at nine and seven. I'm going to give him. I'm going to give the Jets. So a we're win. nine and seven. That may not be enough. That's not going to be enough. No. That's if ten and six AFC. wasn't enough, nine and seven's not going to be enough. Yeah, last year they were just this close, but you know that Buffalo game really just. Well, if it's pa- those both both Buffalo games and the first one that color rush with the uniform colors was just disgusting. <laughs> oh, what kind of nonsense was the that? And then like they <laughs> they used Kelly Green, not even black <laughs> Kelly Green. And then they had like the thing where you had a, a colorblind impairment, like it just looked like you were just watching the same team run up and down because like <laughs> they had the exact same. I know. I'm like so confused. Like what's happening? It was more. Oh, the NFL. So we have the Jets at nine and seven. Let's go to the Big Blue. Bang, 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 bang. Nah. Eli, new coach. For the record, they have one big of, off season. They have one of the easiest schedules in the league. Giants. Yeah. So they well, should be better than well, they well, Again, we'll go game by game. But I didn't love the Ben McAdoo hire at first, but it makes sense. Well, for you them. can't have Eli it makes going sense to for a them. new. Another offense. new OC. I didn't like yeah, it either. I, I, I thought I if you could have got a guy with more experience to coach Eli, but at the same like time, Bill, Ca- Bill Carroll. Bill Carroll was never going to come. Bill Carroll Ever. had the job, and like, if Tom Coughlin, if they didn't win a Super Bowl and Tom Coughlin got fired, then maybe he would have came. But Bill Carroll hasn't coached in, since '06 when the Steelers won a Super Bowl, and, and he goes out on top. There's no reason for him to come back. They play some old school football though, even if he was coaching. Though. Well, the Giants don't have a running game. They yeah, have, so I don't they, know how they Victor Cruz is healthy. That's big. That's big. They revamped that pass rush. They got Vernon. They got some snacks. guys up front. JPP, Snacks, took him from the Jets. Snacks is really underrated. No stack. One of the best in the league. Cornerback's an issue. Secondary's an issue. So let's go through the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive line's an issue. No, let's say the whole team's an issue. It might, it, might be a little, it might be a little rough for Big Blue. But they – I thought they oh. were 6-10 last year. It can't get much worse. Yeah. 
Well, especially uh, with Eli having have a career season, so I don't know if it get worse than six and ten. Well, if you look at the Giants last year, they were in most of those games. They should have. You could argue the Giants. They should have been over five hundred. Ten and six, or they, if you go game by game with the Giants, they lost like a few games last year by like. A in the fourth quarter, having Weezy just blew four or five games. Well, uh, like we said, so bat- they should have been much better. Bad teams find a way to lose, and they found way found different ways to lose. I mean, they had the lead, just up by which ten, they blew it. Which with a coach like Tom Coughlin who preached discipline. But if yeah. you look at the Giants also last year, they had little talent. They had no talent so on defense. Look, they had no pass rush. So if you look at the Giants and with a coach like Tom Coughlin who preaches discipline, for them to be undisciplined and find ways to lose games. It's, it's tough. Just you know fair. it wasn't your season, though, when when one of your players on, on defense dropped Brady the Brady uh, pass you know interception, you know, and you, then it literally in his hands, and he dropped it. As how about you know ground. it's not your season when your star defensive lineman blows up his hand? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Maybe that's when you like, oh, we're not going to be that good this <laughs> year. Oh, no, how oh, about that? If that was the Jets, everyone would be killing them. But they the killed JPP. What are you talking about? They did, but I'm saying not as much as if it was a Jets. No, they killed him. JPP got killed. No, because then they will say, oh, and rightfully oh, oh. so. No, because <laughs> no, they will say, oh, it's a Jet thing to do. You know, somebody blow up their hand. But the Giants was like, oh, you know, there were, no, it was not. It's, they, it's, people it's like, ridiculed Jason Pierre. Oh my God, it was. He got awful. killed. <laughs> he did get killed though. You just negate. Let's go to the schedule. <laughs> they open up at Jerry World. That's a win because they they're gonna have the um, Dak Dallas Prescott. Doesn't have, no quor- uh, doesn't have a quarterback. No, they have their troubles uh, against running quarterbacks though, like him. So. Well, but it's gonna be his first game. NFL game. It's though. His first NFL start, going the first time really against going. So they, but they should, yeah, but they should win that game though. Yeah. I will say that I do like Dak Prescott a lot. He was a great quarterback in Mississippi State. Great, great to reach. But here's he, the thing: he was good. I like, I like. First off. I know SEC quarterbacks always get a lot of hype, but there's something about the way that Dak Prescott. He's physical. He's physical. He ran his team pretty well. He has movement outside the pocket. I just don't. I'm not confident with his throwing. Yeah, that's. He can't make all the throws, <laughs> and I think the Giants should be able to take advantage of that. So later on in the season, I think it'll be interesting to see how he progresses. For Week One, that's a win. Yeah, I'm gonna give the Giants that one. Okay. They come home to host New Orleans. That feels that, like that's a, win. a shootout. It's a shootout that, again. That, that feels like, like a win. Another though. shootout. So it feels like a win. Though. You guys doing fancy football? You make sure you put those quarterbacks there. You got a lot of hey, points. Don't don't get those defenses. Though. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> those defenses will kill you. We also are assuming Victor Cruz and everybody's healthy right now. Yeah, it, yeah. this is true. So these are all healthy projections, exactly. by the way, so folks. Very important. When these fall apart, both teams go three to thirteen. <laughs> oh, We're gonna look like man. the biggest idiots. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, oh, so God. 2-0. 2-0. Right. Will it be 3-0 when Washington comes to play? That's that's tough. Because I, I don't believe in Washington. I don't think Kirk Cousins is that great. But, like, the Giants, the first time the Giants played him, they, they dominated him. Yeah, they him. dominated him. And then and the then, time. Well, they, they got dominated. Yeah. And which was weird because I think they dominated him when they were in Washington. No, nah, I think it was at home. It was at yeah, home? Yeah, it was on Thursday okay. Night Football. So... Yeah, but the first time, like a couple years back, he threw like four picks against them. Like yeah. Larry Donnell caught four touchdowns. It was the greatest day. <laughs> but they, they, they got to try to contain uh, Jordan Reed. Though. I mean, uh, uh, their tight end. The Redskins tight end. Yeah, Jordan Reed. Yeah, Jordan Reed, yeah. And then because he's good. He's the, a the weird thing there. is, though, Matt Jones is, you know, so he's a, been the heir apparent, but he doesn't get many yards per carry. So that's a toss-up. So that's the, a toss-up. What would you give him What do we call it? What, who do they play next? So we're leaving this one in the air until we yeah. figure out who they play next. They go to Minnesota. 
That's a win. So we'll give them a loss. So they're three and one. Three and one, it three is because one. they're not going to like who's Minnesota's Teddy Bridgewater gets Pre- hurt. Bridgewater's gone. So you just played Stephon. Nine. You got Stephon Diggs on one end. So all you have to do for the Giants though against you just play eight guys in the box, stuff the run, and make the quarterback beat you that game. And if he does, wow, God bless. It's not going to be a good Slash, season. You really need better yeah. corners. So three and one. Three and one through week five. When they go to Lambeau, that's a loss. Yep. I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> that's a loss. They come home to face the Ravens. The Ravens have pretty good New York trips. I think their New York trips are back-to-back even. But they host the Ravens. That feels like a win. Yeah, yeah. that's a win. That's a win. Yeah, I'd give them that. So we have them at 4-2. Well, and two. well, the Ravens defense, you know, they can always come to play. But I think Eli's really progressed under Ben McAdoo, and I think this is going to be the year where – you know, they, the team, they got a lot of talent. They finally put it all together in some sort. And then they will go across the pond. Oh, I hate these London trips. And they go to face Los Angeles. That's a win. That's a win. That feels like a loss That's to a me. win. No, but Los Angeles isn't a good team. Not They're that not. The hard Knocks makes every team look like a Super Bowl. I know. No, no, <laughs> I, know. I know that. That's I know true. that. are terrible. I'm not. I'm, I'm telling you right <laughs> now, I'm not basing it off of Hard Knocks. I'm literally basing That's it a off of fact. The fact they do make every team like a Super Bowl team. I'm, the way I'm seeing it is this. They've, they're going to be dragging a bit because of the trip. Who's going to be the Rams starter? Could you honestly say if they lose with Case Keenum beating the Giants defense? Yeah, they, no should, they should just like Case end the Keenum season right Jared there. Jared Goff? Come on. I don't know. They that's a win. If they lose against the Rams, they just end the season yeah, right seriously, there. Yeah, seriously. That, that's <laughs> a win. So the Rams have a great defensive line. That might be a, a trouble. But the Rams have to score points offensively. Todd Gurley? Did you, all you, who do they have to throw to? Kenny Britt? All you, they, they don't have a quarterback. Okay. You just stuff. You put eight men in the box. You make them the quarterback <laughs> beat you. I.e. the same thing they do, they're do. they supposed to do to Minnesota. Exactly. I don't know. My gut says it's a loss, but we majority both, rules. We both say it's yeah. a win. Not to yeah. win. It's a guarantee Majority, <laughs> majority rules. It. It's a win. Oh, Lord. Yeah. The hashtag Mora guarantee. <laughs> that, see, that's a new segment. We are done through seven weeks. They're five and two. After the bye week. They host Philadelphia. That's a win. Yeah, it has to be a win. Philadelphia is not a good team. Stink. Six and two. They host Cincinnati. I'll give them a loss because they're. I think six they'll be. I think they'll beat Cincinnati. No, they'll beat Cincinnati. Have feeling. No, I don't think they're beating Cincinnati. Between AJ Green, Muhammad Sanu, Dalton will be healthy. They, and they have a got- tough second. The Giants' secondary is inconsistent. So. That's a loss. What are they? Six and three now. They are six and three now. Yeah, seven and two would just be too good. Well, they won seven well, and two. they're going to be seven and three because they face Chicago the next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, worst team in the league. Oh boy, Chicago's bad. Like really bad. Well, maybe Jake. This is the year Jake Cutler puts it together. <laughs> that Every was like, year. T- that was like. Jake six Cutler years is a poor man's Aaron Rodgers. That's what he is. With that, no, that's an insult to Aaron yeah, Rodgers. What? No, no, no. I'll tell you. No, because Cutler has all Jay this. Jake Cutler's a poor man's Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Cutler has all this talent. Jay, like, literally, yeah. he can throw it anywhere, he's, right? He's but Ryan Fitzpatrick he's so, getting paid but, Aaron Rodgers' money. But he's so lazy, though. That's the thing when he throws the ball. That. Like, his footwork. Like, if he just... This is true. Footwork, he's had mechanical is issues for years. Yeah, mechanical. If he has mechanicals on point, he has a strong arm in the NFL by yeah, he far. Has the ta- he has by great far. talent. Yeah. He just can't put it together. Plus, yeah, the Bears understand. are terrible. 
Yeah, that's who the Patriots. He's like he's he's Ryan Fitzpatrick getting paid Aaron Rodgers money. It's it's <laughs> it's gonna be him and Alshon Jeffrey as many times as they can go. Which we double Alshon every game, so it's not gonna be. <laughs> yeah. And they don't have Bartellus anymore. Yeah. That's gonna be a fun year. Um, they go to Cleveland the next that's week. That's a win. That's a that win. Has to be a win. What are what we? Are they at? They're like nine and three right now. Yeah, nine and three. Giants are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So so far they're at eight and three. Oh, eight and three. And now comes a collapse. They're gonna lose at Pittsburgh. I think they could beat Pittsburgh. They could beat Pittsburgh, but it's good. Oh, he's had this debate. If you would pick Eli or Roethlisberger, who Eli. you pick? You pick Eli. Eli. Even Roethlisberger got two Super Bowls. They got a talented team. Eli's had two Super Bowls. Th- this probably would be talked about like in years when they both retire in that draft class. Would you take? Uh, they Eli both have two take? Super Bowls. Ben Roethlisberger could have had a third. He didn't win, so they both have two. But I will take Eli because he's won two Super Bowl MVPs, and Roethlisberger hasn't won any of the MVPs. I don't care really about the Super Bowl MVPs, to be honest. I, f- I care about the style of quarterback, and Roethlisberger is a beast, but he keeps getting hurt. That's true. So Eli's, Eli's, Eli's more durable, very consistent. Than, yeah, very well, because Ben Roethlisberger can move out of the pocket, but I'd still take Eli. Yeah, I'm a big Eli man. Roethlisberger and Antonio, <laughs> Roethlisberger <laughs> and Antonio Brown against Odell and, and Eli. So well, the problem, well, you double Antonio Brown, and you it's tough because then you they have Le'Veon Bell if he's healthy. So yeah, it's the facing the Steelers is tough. When the Bell suspended for the yeah, first three games. So when the Steelers play the Jets, was that was would Bell be suspended? No, no, right? it's week right, five. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's still a loss. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> way to keep way to keep your objectivity right. <laughs> <laughs> but. So you think they're beating Pittsburgh? Who I do they don't, I play don't after see that? it. I think they'll pick. I think they'll beat. Let's Pittsburgh. keep this one hanging in the air. This is hanging. They play the Cowboys next week. That's a that's a win. That's There's no way. They, all right, so give them a Pittsburgh loss. Just to even, <laughs> just even, even it all out. out. Well, we're giving them. We're right now they're like undefeated or have one loss in the division. So like, that's probably not gonna happen. So <laughs> so, so what's the record right now? So let's right see. Now? Right now they are. I want to say eight and five. Eight and five. That number doesn't sound right. Hold on. Hey, guys, if you're making fun of us, this is hard to keep track of off yeah, the top of our heads. Think, yeah. We got them beat. We got them beating um, Dallas to start. We have one. them beating New Orleans. really could have just wrote this down. It would have been so much easier. Yeah, Shut up. Like, this yeah. is more fun. Yeah, obviously. I, yeah, well, next time we'll, we'll tell Jeremy to keep track of it. Yeah, Jeremy movie. will keep track of it. <laughs> <laughs> we have them beating Washington, correct? I guess three. We have them beating... No, we have them losing. Both Ray and Kwai have their fingers up with the number three right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Then we say we're going to lose to the Saints? No, no we had the them. Oh. They we were 7-2, and two, and then we gave them a loss. So they're 7-2, and two, and then we gave them a loss. Or they were 6-3. and three. Aye, aye, aye. Well, call, let's see. Just call at it 8-4. Call it 8-4. Okay, 8-4. Okay. Make that 9 and 8-4. and four. After the Steelers, because they'll lose, they'll beat the Cowboys nine and four. Okay, nine and four. Okay. They host the Lions. That's a win. That's a ten. Ten and four. Ten and four. As I have a question. That's <laughs> That's a win. Win. <laughs> then they finish the year at Philly. How they're ten? Oh, when when they buy? Wait, wait for it. Their buy was after the Rams. Okay. Game. Okay. So they finish back to back at Philly and at Washington. Okay. Philly, so. they'll win. Washington, if it's playoffs on the line. Well, at this point, the Giants are comfortably in. <laughs> <laughs> 11 and 5. The Giants have an easy 11 and schedule. 5, 12 and 4, yeah. they're still in. So you might see them rest Eli if the playoffs so that, are comfortable. So they might go 12 and 4 then. They yeah. That's possible. If you, see, they, they I, haven't looked great in the preseason, but, yeah, but they, they have a really easy schedule. They've been known to be slow starters. Though, no, the Giants, the Giants, under the first era under Tom Coughlin, after this, when they won the first Super Bowl, they start fast and then they fade towards the end. 
Yeah. After that, that trend started after Plasco shot himself. When they started mm. off ten and one, and then Plasco shoots himself. <laughs> <laughs> then they went like they fin- think they finished like twelve and four, and then they lost to the Eagles in the first round of the playoffs. But that's mm. how the Giants would go. They'd start out like six and two, and then they'd fade towards the end. Yeah. And then uh, then the one year, a couple years ago, they started off zero and six, and that was never. And then they had a I think they finished seven and nine, and then the last two years have just been disastrous with six and ten. So, they go 12 and 12 so we have the Giants at twelve and four and the Jets at nine and seven. At least they're both over five hundred. That seems right. New York football, yeah, better. You know, baseball's rough. Well, baseball may not be as rough. That's a perfect chance to segue. Let me just say that if anyone would have told me that the Yankees would be within three games of a playoff spot, I'd call you a moron. I'd, we all said that. I've been yeah, saying. I've been saying done. the same thing. Well, would, we had the whole thing about trade Chapman or blow it up. We said if you're close, keep everybody because then you can make a run. Because if we assumed that they'd blow it up, they'd fall apart. And the exact opposite has happened. They got the highest games. They were over 500 the entire year. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, those, those baby bombers, they've been producing. Well, Gary Sanchez became Babe Ruth. So <laughs> <laughs> he just came in. Aaron Judge is just athletic. Well, man. if you look at like Gary athletic. Sanchez, there were a lot of a lot of people who were really low on him because he didn't develop as fast as you know. That he was really high, highly touted when they signed him. He had a slow development process, mm-hmm. so people were l- cooling on him, and now he's come up and he's really produced. So it, I guess, the question begs to be asked: Before we well, have are the, the Yankees better at scouting than we thought, or gave them credit for? Yankees just want to, you know, just want to win. So they find ways to scout and determine well, these prospects they, or take chances on these prospects. Well, a lot of the trades they made have been really have been complimentary. With they've gotten a lot of good guys back. Yeah, but you don't. We don't know how well they're going to do down the line. Yeah, it could be, it's, for all we know, it's going to be like a uh, half a year wonder, and then next year they're just all like. Well, know, once they down. get like <laughs> scouting reports on these guys, they'll know where to pitch them. Like Gary Sanchez. Like I went through this with Qua when we said how great is Gary Sanchez. Well, Shane Spencer had a great September. Shane Spencer fell apart. Shelly Duncan had had great had a great month when He's he first came up. Yeah, so the Yankees have seen these guys of quick flashes in the pan. Jesus Montero most yeah. recently. <laughs> so the Yankees have had these guys quick flashes in the pan. Well, but I'll tell you this too. Like you know, I was talking to him before that when they called Luis Arino last you know last maybe year. That's a perfect one too. And then he Look just, at Luis just falling now. apart. Exactly. I was saying you know maybe this was the right time to call him up because I think what they saw from Luis Arino was if they call him up too early, the confidence is gonna be you know. Well, he had down a great now. year. Yeah, though. he had a great year, and then this year he just he just exactly. flat out. That's the point I'm stink. making too. So the the way the prospects are playing now. In half a year, maybe they'll all look like Aaron Hicks. And <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Oh, it might not be God. great. But but as it stands, I I, I have to say personally, you you have the ex- you have the front office of the year in New York. Yeah, they got they got Chapman for nothing. They traded him for a ton. They made a lot of great deals out of Miller. They gave, got a great deal for Beltran, and they're still in it. Exactly. Yeah, for all we know, you think if they get to the postseason, you think Gerard should be uh, manager of the year? Without he, a doubt. He's a candidate for well, sure. Well, he's a candidate right now with what they're doing. But if Honestly, they win, they get in. It, it's, it's got to be either him or Francona. Because Probably Cleveland's, would get it. Yeah, because Cleveland's had a, a tremendous year. I'm a year. big fan of Francona. Maybe well, because you have to look guy. at the whole body of work, and you could argue they, with the talent they had in the back of the bullpen. They underachieved yeah. being a 500 team who was selling at the trade deadline. So I mean, the move. So I think Tito Francona will get that. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of him. 
I just, he's just a nice guy, I, I believe. I, I don't know. I just seem like he's, he's a nice guy also, you can hang out. He's also the biggest ball-busting manager of New York because when he was with Boston, yeah, I know. those yeah. teams were crazy. Well, yeah. That was depressing because he was the manager when the Yankees blew that 3 nothing lead, which oh. is something that is depressing. Uh, I don't know why you, you remind us that. Well, I mean, oh. you, you kind you of said up. they ball-busted ball uh, No, York, I said so, that. Yeah, said so that. That's I said why that, I but he was like, oh, Francona's a nice guy. <laughs> How do you know this? He's in the cell? No. You talk to him on a daily basis? No. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> but if I did, I, I, I assume he'll be a, he's a nice guy you could talk to. <laughs> if I did, I'd assume. <laughs> hey, you never know. All I know is the Yankees, I think, have a better record than the Mets, which is something no well, one saw. Well, the Mets, they have the injury bug all over the team, so. The Yankees traded away most of their talent. <laughs> but the Mets are like, they've been. They have been bit by the injury yeah, bug. Yeah, they But Jay Bruce was supposed to be this big hitter. He had a home run last night, I think. Yeah. yeah. His first homer since he made it to the Mets. And then you have Yoni Cespedes still carrying the team. But who is he carrying? That's a season of failure, though, if the Mets don't make it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with the Absolutely. injury bug. Absolutely. Like, yeah. you, if you take that into account. Yeah, they they still have three top line like, starting like pitchers. Like let's say they, they were in the situation, but they were all healthy, and then I would say the season's a failure. But I I well, Harvey forgot how to pitch, <laughs> and then he and then, then he it turned hurt. out he was hurt. I had to give him a pass though because I feel like this whole injury bug that the whole team's like everybody's getting injured, like left and right. There's no one that's like actually healthy. I don't know. I think with the talent they have, they you should make the playoffs. They should, but I want to blame. They, they should, don't. but game over. <laughs> They no, should, they, but they had to make over. the playoffs. Like that's what it's got to be. Well, yeah, after you make the worst series last year, you have to make it. Well, you but just that. said well, you just said it wouldn't be a failure because they got bit by the injury bug, and no, now you just contradicted no, yourself. No, I'm saying is that what? No, no, we had to stand. Remember, we had to stand it earlier in the year. Like you know, it, it's war series of bust, right? I, knew that. I don't remember saying. I don't. That. Think well, I remember saying. I remember saying that. Okay, that's but, a youth. But but I'm saying like I will personally for me I will give him a pass because of the injury bug. Because I just feel like you can't overcome this many injuries and assume that you're going to make the postseason or a wild card, for all we know. They, they're still in the position to make the wild card. They got to pray but, for a wild card. <laughs> but can well, they so make the, it? The Yankees have to leapfrog a few teams yeah. also. Oh, yeah, yeah but. They leapfrog a lot. It's of got, but I, what I are the Mets? Two and a half back? Yeah, they're two now. Yeah, so that's tough. No, they're three and a half. They're going on a, they go a winning streak, though, maybe in it, and then they go on a losing streak, then they're out of it again. Well, so that's, that's how, how that's that's how how works. You lose games, you lose ground. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like a week to week basis. They win, they win uh, three or four, and they lose, and it's like it's back and forth. Do you so think Terry Collins would get fired if they didn't make the playoffs? I, I think, I, he, I think would. he should. I think he should get fired. I mean, enough is enough. Who man. are you gonna hire? That's the problem. Who, who will you hire though? I mean, you never know who else is out there. Wally Backman, I know some. Yeah, Mets, no, don't do that. I know some Mets fans. Truthers are are praying for the day. But I, I don't know. Terry, it feels like Terry's managed his way out of this one. You have a lot of fans questioning his in-game decisions. He's also broken Mr. Familia. He's, he uses him every day. Yeah, yeah he's, I know. he's broken. You know, way he's going to blow out his arm. Way too much, man. I mean, that's just too much. I mean, we said it before with the bullpen for the Yankees, but the bullpen for the Mets, can they even last into the postseason if they make it? Well, that's, gonna, that's a good question. That's going to be tough because he really does use Familia a ton. Yeah. So what happens when you need, like, like Ray just said, what happens when you need him? Well, it's, uh, then he's going to be tired. You, you have to think about run. it, that, you know, down the line. Well, like you did in the World Series last year. You gave him a home run in game one yeah. to Alex Gordon. I can't mean that was a home run when I saw that, though. I was well, just like, he, I was like looking Familia at it. Has I was that, like, maybe, oh. And then well, Familia has that tell when he does that quick pitch thing. It's, it's always it's a fastball. It's, it's always right down, down the middle. middle. So all you have to do is, all right, it, it's better for the hitter because, like, all right, it's coming quicker. I know what's coming. I can just guess and. Hit and swing. So, you know, speaking of worst hits, though, like you know, it was out of the out of the realm. But what do you guys think is like the most 
I think special it, moment, and, and when you saw World Series, where you give you goosebumps every time. You well, look obviously, at it. every time the Yankees win, I, I oh, besides the, well, besides the Yankees, but I'm saying like any other team, like because the one thing I give you goosebumps every time I see was the uh, was the freeze home run from the Cardinals against the Texas Rangers. Well, that that whole game, that game six yeah. is legendary. Like and in the game seven, you know how close good. he was to catching that ball to N- ending the, the yeah ending the World Series run and winning it. He was this close, and it was like. I think this World Series, if it's Chicago and Cleveland, it's going to be a really great World yeah. Series. And even the last one was pretty good. I think too. Cleveland's going to be – what if Cleveland's title town now? They went two in a row. They went if, basketball they're gonna and turn baseball. Into, they're going to turn into Boston. They're going to turn into the worst. They're going to turn into Boston. It's Cleveland's year. It's Cleveland's year. Everything's yeah, Cleveland. you know, oh, yeah. they win the NBA championship. They, they, they have the Republican National Convention, <laughs> that, that zoo. The Browns <laughs> go to the Super Bowl this yeah, year. Yeah, the Browns are going to go to the Super Bowl <laughs> this year. <laughs> and, of course, this is a good time. To wrap things up, because let's face it, if we have to end this one, might as well end it talking about the soon-to-be future title town, maybe, whatever. Why would we end it talking about how Cleveland's title town? I don't know, They okay? could be, though. I mean, Cle- I mean, the Cavaliers won a title. Maybe the Indians go to the World Series somehow. But the Browns I think Chicago's, the Chicago's I, I a good Chicago's, position, though. I think it's Chicago's. Yeah, it's, it's Chicago's here for sure. But and if they don't get it this year, I mean... Could they get a next Maybe they year? are they, cursed. They <laughs> yeah, they're far and above. Maybe this is the year where all the teams that have been cursed are gonna end, like Ooh, the Cubs. What other team? Well, we got Cleveland. Okay, then you the, got the Cubs. Cubs. What, what other team has been cursed? that's won a title. Oh, I'm trying to think in the NFL who, who's been cursed. Well, the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets? We had them at nine and seven. I don't think that, that, they, yeah, they, so to circle back, we have them at nine and seven. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, the Giants well, won oh, the Super Bowl at nine and seven. The Giants won a Super Bowl at nine and seven. So in essence, you maybe never it's know. possible. But I guess to wrap up, just one quick thing: Who's going to have the best month of September? Which New York team that is? Which one's going to have the best month of September? In terms of both sports? Yeah. Why well, not? Well, the Knicks because they don't play. Knicks <laughs> <laughs> win. Knicks win every game because you know it's training camp. That's when you win. No. Um. <laughs> We have the Giants looking pretty good. So if the Giants, Giants follow ball. our projection, they'll yeah. be very happy with their month. It's a good month. But we don't know how the Giants will be. For all we know, they might choke in, like, the biggest moment. And then the, well, yeah, our predictions will go, you know, to hell, basically. <laughs> but the Jets, <laughs> well, positive they got, attitude on that one. <laughs> the Jets got a tough schedule. I said before, like, I will sign up for either 3-3 three and three or 2-4. and four, But we don't know if that, that – we said before they might go 1-5 well, that stretch. If the Yankees are still in it in – the late September, yeah. You could, to be serious, they probably had the best month. I yeah. think I, I think I'm gonna go with that one as well. I think yeah, I'm gonna go with the Yankees. At any so. rate, we are out of here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for always supporting us. Subscribe to us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Also, don't forget the Facebook and the Twitter. The Facebook. Yes, I said the Facebook. The Facebook. You all can also follow us all on Twitter. At Jeremy EPS. At more in his tongue. And at N underscore A-S-O-N-Y-E. Spelt it right. Yes, I know, <laughs> right? Then to the podcast at Slam City underscore 360. And, of course, the big site, The Dunk 360. There can only be one. That's right. See you next week. <laughs>